Hello, I'm Greg Howard Jr. and this is Don't Make This Weird, the podcast. Each week I invite a special guest to talk about their life, news, politics, and anything else that may come up. Head over to the Patreon where you'll get the random questions game, a secret from my guest. You get some merch for being a loyal patron and you get this whole episode uncut and without this bit about joining the Patreon. So head over to patreon.com forward slash springbreak83 productions to join now. My guest this week is a singer, songwriter. She is one of 256 Magazine's Faces Under 40. She was an Emerging Entrepreneur of the Year nominee, and she is the brains behind Downtown Huntsville's Women in Music Weekend. Guys, gals, and non-binary pals, I give you Alex Hendricks. That was Hi. terrifying. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I um, just had like a 16 ounce ribeye with um, an appetizer that was two steaks. Jesus so Christ. So I might have a heart attack in the middle of this. <laughs> I it, it might make for a good episode. I'm not going to lie. It would be unique. This is true. This is true. Um, so I've already recorded the intro, um, and we're actually recording right now. Um, wow, that was so, <laughs> so easy. So everybody's going to hear about the almost heart attack that you're going to have. Okay, lovely. I mean, I, I do, I do <laughs> want everyone to know I saw it coming, <laughs> if, it, if it comes to that. Yes. So let's talk about your music. Um, your last release was Necromantic, which is absolutely fantastic. It's got to be Thank you. hands down. Like it's it's the song of the summer for me. Thank you so much. What a spooky summer you're having. I love that for you. Always. It's always Halloween. Uh, yeah, Necromantic. And then I've got um, I've got some studio time on the books to hopefully release something in August that's very different, which is cool. Oh, that's exciting. We'll have to have you back then. I would love to come back. It's going to be very like neon, gritty, Americana, throwback, retro vibes. So are you going to do a disco album? Is that? Uh, I would love that. I would love to do an album. You know, my I think my dream would be to do an album of depressing versions of ABBA songs. I think that that would just be the peak for me. I think that would sell just so well, actually. I would love that. That would be my entire, if I did that, I would just pack it up. Music's over for me. I've peaked. That's, I, yeah, I'd buy that. I'd buy that on vinyl and I don't have a record cover. <laughs> like, it would be a great album cover. I can see it now. <laughs> right. So is, um, is there a, like, cause I know for like me when I'm writing, um, sometimes like I'll see a comedian performing and be like, damn, I wish I wrote that joke is do, do you get that sometimes? Like when you listen to the radio and you hear a lyric and you're like, shit, I wish I'd wrote that. Yes. Um, usually not on the radio. The lyrics I wish I'd written don't usually make it there. Um, <laughs> sadly, <laughs> but <laughs> 
definitely on like pretentious Spotify playlist. I'm like, oh God, that's genius. I wish I had. I do that a lot with um, Phoebe Bridgers, I think is really good at like Ooh, a punchy, gut-wrenching yes. moment. I think she's so good. There are so many songs of hers that I'm like, oh, I wish I wish I could have thought of that first. She's just everything to me. Um, her and then Rustin Kelly, who used to be married to Casey Musgraves, um, who was also a wonderful songwriter, but Rustin Kelly, I think, gets to the heart of things really quickly and I'm always really inspired when I hear his stuff if not irately jealous so um do you have like do you have a go-to I'm always interested when like singers and songwriters talk about like their go-to karaoke songs <laughs> do, do you have a go-to karaoke song Mine is Can't Stop by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Really? Yeah. And I play it acoustic sometimes. Um, I love it. It's such a throwback uh, for me. That's like being just freshly 16 and driving around in a friend's car for the first time and being like, the world is ours. You know, I, (laughs) I, I feel that because like for me, that same feeling is... Californication by the Red Hot yes. Chili Peppers. Like it's yeah. very like windows down. You just got your license. Like, yeah. you know, you're smoking quarter Newports from the corner gas station and <laughs> yeah. like going to sneak off and drink Mad Dog 2020 out of a Route 44 Sonic cup. Like that's at, like at the edge of a forest. <laughs> yes. At 11 o'clock yeah. in the morning. Yeah anything goes that's yeah that's very much it and like we can all be California surfers if we really believe like right right if there are no limitations if only inside my bathtub (laughs) yeah where where nobody can see me and my parents would be furious if they knew (laughs) exactly exactly so you are kind of the face of downtown Huntsville (laughs) thank you um I, I do try to be ever-present, omnipresent, um, if you will. And the reason I bring that up is because um, I've got an email. Um, I have this, my old TV is now my computer monitor, so I have all this shit behind you. Um, but I've got an email from a, a listener. It's actually somebody who follows me on TikTok. Um, she okay. sent me an email. Um, and she says, uh, dear Greg, I really enjoy you on TikTok. I want to be an internet celebrity like you. I don't know about all that. Um, (laughs) um, but I'm having trouble getting traction on my account. Do you have any tips for a newbie from Cindy in Colorado? So do you, you've got 11,000 Instagram followers. Do you, do you consider yourself, um, an an influencer at all? No, people say that to me. Um, But I think that kind of the difference is, I always just think of myself as the weird artsy kid. And obviously like with those outlets, you want to have a following and you want to be able to kind of accumulate people to appreciate that. But nobody that follows me gives a shit about that. (laughs) So... (laughs) so there is there are people there but I think that they want the things that are the 
the kind of this, what I view as the supplementary things okay. and they view as the entirety of it. Um, so I don't know that I'm a good person to ask that because I don't know that I've captured the audience that I was hoping for. I, you know, I, I don't even know that I'm the right person for this question either, because like, I'm not, I'm not sure how, like, how all this happened for me on TikTok. Like, like you're recently on TikTok. Um, how, how are you enjoying it? I are you enjoying TikTok. it? <laughs> I was, I am, I was a voyeur for a long time before I ever made anything. Um, and always, I mean, just waste all of my time on TikTok if I could. Um, and it's so I'm easy really, to do. It is. And it's fun. I love yeah. the thing that I really like the most about TikTok is that I feel like I'm a person that can just, you know, be funny and not worry about being too dark or not having on makeup or you know, whatever that is, but Instagram thus far has not been the platform for that. <laughs> and TikTok is. And so it's, there's just never, I never feel weird about saying something really macabre without, I, you know, while looking like a pile of trash on TikTok. I, I should probably preface all this with neither one of us were paid by TikTok to say this. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is, this is not a uh, product placement. Oh, if we were. Uh, yeah, that creator fund is not all they make it out to be. Let me tell you. They spend all the money on the how-to videos. Right. They don't and, have any left for creators. And and the hype house. Yeah, They've got to pay rent on the hype house. <laughs> so you're on vacation now. Um, I, I should have opened with thanking you for taking the time out of your vacation. Of course. Um, how are, how are y'all enjoying it? How's Florida? It's lovely. So Ivan's, my husband's parents are here in Fort Lauderdale. Um, so we come down usually once a year and it was really nice to kind of have an extended period because he obviously hasn't gotten to use any of his fancy NASA leave for right. the last forever. Um, That's right. I forget like you married like a real life rocket scientist. Yeah, he's a rocket scientist and he's a team lead. So he like corrals other rocket scientists, like a little sheepdog. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it's really charming. And we've been working from the same house for over a year now. So I just hear, like I listen at the door to see if I can hear anything about aliens, which is obviously <laughs> what I deeply care about. Right. And they either have code words or they're just not talking about it in these meetings. But every now and then I'm like, a new, a rocket actuator. Like I know a lot of specific rocket terminology. <laughs> I mean, yeah, at least but, at least some good has come out of the pandemic that, you know. It's true. <laughs> I can I can fake my way through. Right, right. You, <laughs> you could infiltrate now. Area 51 and find out if there are actually aliens. I'm actually just here for Nia Scout. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Isn't that a satellite? And I'm like, I don't know. The actuators. <laughs> so uh, he's but, also a musician, though, right? Like he he plays something. He plays bass. Okay. Um, he also plays a little bit of guitar. He's a musician in not the way I am. He's a very like regimented, um, very precise musician, and I'm all very like feelings, loosey goosey. Probably never plays the same thing the same way twice. Um, so it's interesting. We don't play together very well. <laughs> <for those laughs> reasons. 
<laughs> but it's really nice to have somebody that really gets the technical side of things because I just don't care about that as much. I'm like, did you cry? That's all I care about. Right, right. I think that's all a lot of people cry about. Cry yeah. about. Yes. Well, like, I hope so. Right. That's my musical goal for everyone to just be dissolved into tears in my presence. That actually, um, it's it's funny that you said that because the first time I listened to um, the song off your Fred House album, Crash Here Tonight, it just absolutely wrecked me. Just oh, abso- I was you. absolutely finished. So that is um, that was a song that was very much like line for line accurate. There was not much, um, usually there's a little poetic license or a little like flipping up or some metaphors there but that when I literally had gotten drunk at a Gordon Lighthouse concert or Gordon <laughs> Lightfoot concert a lighthouse concert that would have been bleak right. a Gordon Lightfoot concert and showed up at my ex's house and um, the next day went home and sobbed and wrote that song and then was like you've got to get your life together and so I adopted a cat that day <laughs> <laughs> I mean as you do as you do that's what it does yeah but I feel like and like something I appreciate about your music, and this is not just me blowing smoke because you're my first guest and because we're related. Um, because we have the same artistic genes. <laughs> right. Um, is, and actually because we're related, this could be why. Um, but a lot of your music is very relatable. And I appreciate that. Like I can listen to your music and go, yeah, I've been there. Ooh, shit. I've been there. I appreciate that. I think that music uh, for me is such a coping mechanism and it's such a catharsis and such a way to work through how I actually feel. Sometimes I'll sit down to write a song and I won't fully know how I feel about the subject until I'm done writing the song. And then it kind of gives me this clarity. So it's always been that outlet for me. So it's, it's really, really lovely when people can hear it and also feel that as well. It's just a nice feeling. <laughs> Guess you don't want to be alone when you're <laughs> wallowing. Right. It's misery loves company. That's oh, that's so true. That's my new band name. That's what my next misery loves company. Misery yes. loves company. I always said that if I had a backing band, um, it would be Alex Dirks and the Gallows humor. I like that. I like that. <laughs> it's very on brand. I but. I, just don't play well with others enough. <laughs> I, you know what though? That's, um, that's very much a family thing. Like we're, we're not big team players. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're very much a family of, you know what? Just stop. Let me do it. Like it's, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. That, I that very... can't. Yes. Like I can concede to other people and I can do it, but then it just won't be what I want it to be. Like, I want to write my sad songs about my depression and I want everyone to leave me alone. And if I add other people to it, then I have to listen to them and then they have to have an input. It's just like, oh, it's about you now. I want it to be about me. Right, right. Which is, <sighs> which is probably why like you chose music. I chose, you know, writing and now I guess internet celebrity. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I can't, I can concede to other people to a certain extent, but then I'm just going to let them do it. And after they're gone, I'm going to come back and fix it and do it right. Yes. That's, 
I have found, especially during the pandemic, that once I start letting people into what I am finding artistic joy in, it no longer feels like my thing. And I just like moonwalk backward until they're just doing that thing. And then I have to find another weird thing to do. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah. That's they just like take over my thing. And so I just like, mm, never mind. I'll find yeah, it's not there. it's not fun anymore. Like, yeah. like it was fun when it was just me and I had all the things. And I was moping and braiding. Yes. yes. Like I was in my very dark, happy place. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, same reason I don't think we'll ever co-write a book, unfortunately. I mean, we actually. <laughs> if we both wrote a book and just swapped the chapters out like one chapter was mine That's and the next true. one was yours and I then we that just would be... never touched the other person's stuff like it would be fantastic that's a great idea we could actually have it be like a nature versus nurture thing true, true. like how much of our parallel lives are yes. these shared genes despite the fact that we grew up in different families. Exactly. Wow. I, ch I changed everything I just said up until that idea. That was brilliant. So how was, you went to Trader Joe's for the first time today? How, how yeah. was it? Oh my God. So this is a very small Trader Joe's. It has taken up residence in half of what used to be a Barnes and Noble. They didn't even get the whole space. I don't know why. Um, but I guess Coral Springs, Florida is just not ready for a full Trader Joe's experience. But I am obsessed with it. I got so many things. I've been eating so many snacks in the past couple of hours. Trader Joe's is I've, so good for, for the snacks and also the wine. Did you, did you get the wine? Did not get the wine because the in-laws have their wine stash. They have that handled. So I didn't bother. But... Um, I did get like the avocado tzatziki dip and I got some like chocolate covered plantains, been just shoving things in my face nonstop for like four hours now. I'm very excited that we're getting one here in town. I cannot wait. I but cannot wait. They have, they have uh, their own like brand of chapstick. It comes in a little three pack and it's, it's wintergreen chapstick and it's <gasps> the best shit ever. That sounds like a wonderful, do you remember that uh, Bath and Body Works, like mentholy in the yes. green tube? Yes. That's what that sounds like it would, it would harken back to. Well, you know, um, actual chapstick brand, um, they, and they only put it out around Christmas. They have a candy cane chapstick. Do they really? And it's actually, I have some because when it, yeah, when it goes on, when it goes <gasps> on clearance, like. I spend 10 bucks and get like thousands of tubes. So I've got it all year. You should. That's brilliant. <laughs> I love a good sale. I love a good sale. I do too. I love a bargain. I'll pay anything on bargain. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. My house is filled with such strange little oddities because it's just things that I just found here and there. And it's like, do you need a porthole? Of course you do. Yeah, like, why would you not? <laughs> why would you not at this price? It's, right. it's cheaper to get it. Like 75 cents for these possibly cursed skeleton keys. Absolutely. I need that. I'm going to hang it on the wall. I have been looking for a good cursed item. I mean, I really have been searching high and low. They just never advertise it like they should. 
no, absolutely. act like it's something to be ashamed of. And it's really a selling feature. Like, I feel like, I feel like maybe to get like a good cursed item, you'd have to go to like Salem, Massachusetts at midnight on Halloween and just like up and down the dark alleys. Just like pick a rock from the harbor. Right, right. Hope that a pilgrim stepped on it once. <laughs> like I had a friend who went to New Orleans on vacation once and he comes back and he's like, hey, I got you something. And I was like, oh, cool. I love shit from New Orleans. And he yeah. holds, holds out his hand and he's got like this real pretty blue, like polished rock thing. And I was like, oh, that's gorgeous. Where did you get it? And he was like, oh, I took it from Marie Laveau's grave. And I was like, oh, oh, absolutely not. Absolutely. No. Sir, <laughs> sir. Like, I love a good cursed object, but th- that's a bridge too far for me. Yeah, you can't steal from the dead. Right, As, especially that's... the voodoo queen. Like, we're, no, we're not, we're not doing we're that. No, we're not messing with that. <laughs> no. That's a step too far. You have to be respectful with your cursed items. Right, right. Like, I... I want like the monkey paw. Yeah. Like something like that. Nothing like from somebody who will actually show up in my house in my, in the middle of the night. Like I'm not. I Right. And there's kind of a romantic notion. To, like <laughs> you get this cool thing and then it ends up being cursed. You can't actively seek something that's going right. to be cursed. That ruins the allure. Right. You know, like, you know, bring me a horcrux. Yeah. <laughs> Give me like that that's, good old locket. That's right. Like a locket or like the ring that withers your hand when you put it on. That's all. <laughs> I asked the uh, jeweler when they were making my wedding band if they could add a little hand withering action. And they said, no, they said they didn't do that. It's so upsetting. Really? Yeah. That's, you know, no, one star on Yelp. <laughs> Sink that business. That's right. Okay. So we have come to the point in the show where I'm going to ask you some random questions that I found on the internet, um, some of which were sent to me from people on uh, Twitter and TikTok and some on Instagram. Um, So you just opened your web browser. What's the first site you go to? Probably Pinterest. Oh, are you a Pinterest girl? Uh, not for the normal things. I'm a big travel Pinterest person um, because I'm just neurotic about an itinerary for traveling and I want to find all the cool like cheap eats places and like the off the beaten track path places. Um, but that always starts with what do normal people do and then find a creepier version of that. Okay. All right. No, I feel that. Um, sweet tea. Whole, yeah. <clears throat> sweet tea or lemonade? Unsweet tea. I'm gonna have to end this show. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't know you. Unsweet tea or spiked lemonade? <laughs> okay. All right. Spiked lemonade. We'll 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 accept that. I guess. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, what is the most random, terrible thing you've watched all the way through on Netflix? Oh, you know what? Um, I, it's not random. It's a thing that a lot of people really like. I understand that. 
Um, the Fifth Element is the worst movie ever made. I don't care what anyone says. It's terrible. Okay. So I, I get, yes, yes. It's like, it's a terrible movie, but it's very, it's visually pleasing. It is. It, and it, there's an element of camp to it. I will accept that. Um, oh, yeah. It was not presented to me this way though. It was presented like, this is a great sci-fi action movie. And so I was not having it. Um, I, but that, and then there are a lot of like, fate I think is what it's called it's some horrible little series uh the secret circle was a horrible little any like weird teen witch fairy magic have you watched uh, fear street yet no it's based on the uh R.L. Stein books there's like three separate movies oh that sounds like it has merit I'll watch that next they're supposed to be fantastic. Like people are absolutely raving about it. Ah, well, that's much better than the shit I've been watching. <laughs> I, I honestly thought when you, when you opened your statement, I was like, she's going to say Tiger King. <laughs> I absolutely did watch it. I'm a, I'm a documentary series junkie. So any weird documentary series, good or not, I will watch all the way through, but I will just eat it, eat it all up. It's the scripted things, the ones where human beings have to make up the words that it really goes awry for me. Pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Good call. Good call. Uh, Ren Faire or sci-fi convention? Ooh, Ren Faire. Oh, Ren Faire is so much fun. Ren Faire is so much fun. I did actually sprain my ankle at a Ren Faire once because they were doing... um, like the dancing portion you know and you have to like gallop across the field and I galloped into a hole um <laughs> so I do have a dark history with the Ren Fair, but I can't can't get it out of my head better food too oh yeah I I love a good mutton leg just walk around mm-hmm. and eat shit with your hands all day yes and every now and then someone will just be like, I don't give a shit about accuracy. And they'll feed you fried Oreos. Oh. Mm-hmm. I remember I went to a Ren Faire in Atlanta and they were like, would you like a tankard of ale? And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, let's do this. Absolutely, and, I would. And the dude like cracked open a can of PBR and poured it into like this fake 10 mug. And I was like, I don't want that now. Like, I thought like you were going to like, crack a barrel and like pour it into my face we don't need to see how the sausage is made what right. are you doing? why couldn't you have done that before you offered it to me yeah or held it up <laughs> um do you have an unusual celebrity crush like somebody a celebrity you think is hot that people are like what the fuck is wrong with you i have always really liked james mcavoy Oh, he's he's adorable. I think he's precious. So short, though, Um, which as a 5'9 female, I recognize will only make me feel bad about myself. But uh, he has he has sad eyes. Like he looks like he might be a werewolf. You know what I mean? Like, he's wounded. You got to help him. He's not wounded. He's a millionaire. But right, right. But his eyes say otherwise. He's very like there's something about him that's a little bit broken. Yes. Like it's a very, very much that looking. I can fix him. Yes. Oh, I'm so bad about that. Oh, me too. Me but, too. 
It's like every time I look at Pete Davidson, I'm like, oh, I could fix him. <laughs> I could make this better for him. Right. Yeah. I could I could make him smile. I always I like a very Scottish looking man in theory, but then obviously my husband is very Brazilian. And I think he's the most beautiful thing in the world. Um, he, is, he is quite handsome. He's quite he doesn't handsome. look broken though. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like the adult, like an, a, a healthy adult person. <laughs> and I don't oh, yeah. understand. Oh yeah. He's, you know, he's the one that, that you marry. Like yes. that's, he's, he's very much marriage material. Yes. Yes. Um, but also just a, a terror. Oh really? <laughs> yes, just a just a seven year old boy picking on you, terror, and I love it. It keeps me on my toes. <laughs> um, bra always on or only when you have to? Only when you have to. Excellent. Uh, sweater or hoodie? Sweater. I love a sweater. I love a cardigan. I do love a cardigan. Oh, really cozy. Anything oversized, though. If it yeah. was a giant hoodie, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. So if you were going to the movies alone, what would be, if you could pick any movie to be playing, what would be the perfect film to watch by yourself? Ooh. I think something that I would want to ugly cry through is always good to watch by yourself. Um but also something like beautiful and cinematic, maybe uh, atonement oh, would be a nice that, one. That's good on, on both counts. Yeah, because it's beautiful. It's shot so pretty. Um, the acting is great. James McAvoy's in it looking sad. And uh, Karen Knightley doesn't move her jaw for two hours. <laughs> like little baby just, Saoirse Ronan. Right. I'm, I'm concerned for her. I, I think she's got lockjaw and nobody has been brave enough to diagnose it. That woman has TMJ. We yeah. all need Bless to help her. Heart. her. The lips That's why James McAvoy is not. so sad. He's right. like, no one's doing anything about this. Um, do you wash your legs in the shower? Yes. Okay. But actually, you know what? I will amend that. Yes, but only when I'm shaving. Do I really, really think about it? Yeah. Huh. Okay. Or when there... I have like product to put on my legs. I do maybe like a cursory once over, but they don't get the attention that the rest of my body gets. <laughs> I will say that now that you mention it. Um, pool or ocean? Ooh, ocean, but I don't love the beach. I like the sea. That's, like that's, that's very much me. I, I'm, I'm yeah. not a fan of the sand. Yes. Like, I don't, I don't want to go sit on the beach. Like, mm -hmm. I will go sit on the beach if, like, the sun is rising or the sun is setting. Yes. But between the hours of, you know, early morning and dusk, I do not want to fucking be on the beach. Hard path. I like a pier. I like mm, a rocky beach where you yes. can sit on, like, some crags. Yeah, I don't like a, a proper beach. It upsets me. Nude beach or not a chance? Not a chance. I have too much inherent body dysmorphia for that. <laughs> I could never. <laughs> I still have to pep talk myself where I'm like, you can put on shorts. You're a 30-year-old woman. No one can say anything. <laughs> See, I went to a nude beach once and I was like, okay, I've, I've been here. Um, there's, there's bodies. They're, they're all beautiful in their own way. I would like to not see them anymore. 
<laughs> I would like to escape them. I just feel like, so I have that thing where I get anxiety at like Disney World because I'm afraid that the characters expect me to interact with them. And I feel like a nude beach would be very similar <laughs> for me. <laughs> where people expect you to participate in a way and you're like, I can't, I don't want to talk to you, I mean, Dumbo. I will, I will tell you that, you know, not every penis expects for you to speak to it and take pictures with it. That's, um, that's actually frowned upon. They, they frown upon you that also, sort of thing. You can't be the person walking around in like a, a button down, <laughs> like cargo pants. I am. That you is, have to like, okay. I, well, I, I'm in it. a full space suit on the nude beach because I'm fair skinned and I don't tan. I burn and freckle. I've been freckling more and more in the past year I've noticed it and I'm just like I'm gonna be one big freckle by the end of this, <laughs> this. I, yeah like this is nobody knew what sunscreen was uh, <laughs> forget copper tone so we've got about a minute left so tell um the tens of people who will hear this um where they can find you on social media where they can listen to your music so I am on um, Spotify, iTunes, anywhere where music happens. I think Pandora now even. Um, be on the lookout for a new single coming hopefully in August. It's about um, blaming all of your problems on mercury retrograde and champagne. So I hope that that speaks to your soul. Um, and then on Instagram, Facebook at Alex Tries Life and TikTok as well, obviously. And then alexhendricks.co on the World Wide Web. All right. Well, it has been a pleasure. And when you are back in town, before you release your next single, we will, we will do this again. I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. Such an honor to be the first guest. Thank you for being here. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave us a review. If you didn't enjoy this episode, why the fuck are you even still here? If you'd like to get in touch with the show, you can email us at don'tmakethisweirdpod at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at sb83productions, on Instagram at springbreak83productions. Don't Make This Weird is a Spring Break 83 production.